0: Welcome to another exciting episode of the Josh Cast. Hopefully it's exciting. That's my plan. Uh, and once again, I'm doing exactly what I told myself not to do, which is to jump in on recording a podcast with no preparation whatsoever. And um, that's the end of the podcast. No, 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 no. I'm going to push forward. Why am I doing this? Uh, I was... Uh I spent all day writing today. Not all day. That's not true. I spent a, a couple hours writing, 3 hours. And I just wasn't I didn't feel like I was coming up with anything good. And and I keep thinking to myself, "Ah, I uh I'm not coming up with anything good." And I only want to write comedy. Uh and it's very frustrating. it's very frustrating to sit down and Write what I th- what I I am attempting to what I'm try- what I hope are jokes, and then step back and go ah oh, that's crap. uh th- th- it's very frustrating when it doesn't flow. And then I just have to then I then I like I turn into my own guru. and I'm like oh you j- you just have to listen man. You just not you're not listening. You're not listening to the universe. You got to listen to the wind man. You got to listen to the wind and let the wind tell you. Let the jokes come to you, man. Let the jokes come to you. You're like a deer, running around in the forest. Just stop. Just stop in the forest. Let the jokes come to you. Just let them whisper to you. And then I think, no, no, no. You gotta. It's like what Hemingway said. You gotta bleed. You gotta sit at the typewriter and bleed. Uh and uh, and 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 I and I'm I'm, I'm also struggling because I'm trying to. I read this article about how they found. Uh, in Pompeii, or the ruins of Pompeii, they found a, a work of art. And it's a picture of Leta and the Swan. And I started to think about the the myth of Leta and the Swan, which is, basically, that Zeus sees Leta, is attracted to her, and seduces her, by transforming into a swan and then seducing her as a swan, uh, it's the one situation where he was literally his own wingman. Ho! Punchline. I don't know why I'm going into the Mario song, but anyway, that's so basically from Lita's point of view. You know, and she's married, by the way. Uh, and she says, "Honey, I'm going to go take a bath." And she goes out into the lake and she's bathing. And a swan swims up to her. And at at that point, there is some kind of what I could only describe as incredibly charming nonverbal give and take between Lita and the swan. And I, I mean, I just imagine it's just it's. You know, this is this is what when people say you got to be you got to be charming. You got to have charisma. That swan, man, that it was 100 percent charisma because I doubt, especially if it was a certain species of swan. There's one species of swan, I think, that, that doesn't make any sound or it just hisses. And then another swan, I think, sounds more like a goose. And I and I and I. Uh, I, so I feel like from a sound perspective, I don't think there was much conversation. I think there was an exchange of glances. There was maybe a light caress of feathers. Uh, there was a wink. Uh, and and the next thing you know, uh, th- it's happening. It is going down. There is some swan on human action happening, uh, which... I'm sure was really interesting for anyone who might have seen it. I mean, I'm sure she was bathing in a secluded place, but you don't want to walk into that. you know you're out on a hike with your kid you're saying this is this is good Timmy, we're getting exercise we're getting timmy, we're getting exercise, Dad, what's that well i think I think that swan's attacking that woman. well, why is she smiling so much? Well boy timmy i uh I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you on this. Uh, I, uh, Timmy, my entire understanding of biology has literally been thrown out the window as we're watching this. I don't know what I don't know what to tell you, Timmy. I what have you? What can you tell me? What this is? I don't know. Now, Lita proceeded to uh, give birth uh, to four kids. Uh, and she did this uh, – she basically laid a couple of eggs and the kids came out of the eggs. So at that point, her husband, who had spent the last nine months saying, oh, come on, you're – swan. What are you, kidding me? Get, get, out, get out of the – get out of here. Get out of here. I think that was the moment her husband went, okay, wow. Well, uh, that's – my face is red. I I take everything back that I said. Uh, not the part about you being a whore. I'm still gonna. I'm I'm still pissed about that. But uh, you're. You know what? I, you're not a liar. I'll give you that. You were honest with me. 100 percent honest uh, with this one situation. What do we? Um, uh, should we keep the shells? What's the policy? That. Is a Greek myth. It's a fun Greek myth. There's something. This is, you know, I'm going to confess this. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but the idea of a swan seducing a woman, there is. I maybe it's just that I'm really lonely, but I part of me I find it a little erotic. I don't know why that is. I don't know what it is. Maybe the long neck of the swan is there, phallic imagery. Is that what's going on with it? Uh, maybe that that's that's why I. I'll tell you, it couldn't work. It works with a swan. If you change it around to another bird, if it, had, if it if it had been a pigeon, that would not. That story would not have withstood the test of time. It would not be a Greek myth. Uh, that would be. I that you couldn't. The story wouldn't work. Just wait, wait. I'm sorry. A pi- she was seduced by a pigeon. No, no, no. Nope. I mean, if it was a swan, yeah, I maybe go with you. But a pigeon, get out of here. Get out of town. Couldn't be a pigeon. Um, couldn't be a goose obviously. Couldn't be a duck. That would be that'd be the funny version. I mean she was that's that's the comedy version. She's seduced by a duck. Uh, I could it be any other bird? I mean it a hummingbird uh that's that's somehow just two steps too ridiculous. It's just that somehow that's that's not believable enough. Swan, I'll buy that. I'll buy a swan. There's something elegant in the swan. Hummingbird, uh eh, no. No, no. I think something would get crushed there. I, that wouldn't work. I think – the more I think of it, what other bird could there be but a swan to make this story work? So I think the, the – the, the, uh, when I was reading the Wikipedia article about this, it was saying that there were – that some versions – in some version of the story – she is seduced by the swan. In other versions of the story, she's raped by the swan. And that would be a completely different story. That's, uh, that's just, that's a, I think that that's a horror movie right there. That's really what that is. We've jumped now from Judd Apatow to Lars von Trier with being assaulted by a swan. That's, that is just you know. That is uh, I. That freaks me. Freaks me out. Yates, William Butler Yates, he wrote a version, uh, a sonnet about it, and was it was a just a very violent and angry and depressing sonnet, uh, which I th- believe he was Irish, and that that's that's about where the Irish let's let's depress this down. Greeks, the Romans, hey, hey, it's an orgy with birds. Irish come along, no, 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 we're going to, no, 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 everyone, everyone wipe that smile off your face. No, 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 this this is a tragedy. Uh, I uh, I just, I, I think the other thing I love about the myth of Lita and the Swan is that the way that the myth is always presented, there's never... Everyone in the world of the myth just seems to go with it. I feel like there's no point in the myth where there's somebody going... I'm sorry, could you say that again? I'm sorry, did you say that she was seduced by a swan? You mean like the bird, the swan? Like, that's not just a euphemism for the pool boy. You know, like Jimmy the Swan Johnson. No, 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 a literal, literal swan. She was seduced by a literal swan. Okay. And no one else is questioning this. We're all, oh, oh, Zeus! It was Zeus. Okay, well, yeah, that's classic Zeus, I guess, because he—I think he's the, the, Zeus was known for this. This is what Zeus would do. And then I'm asking myself, well, what's the deeper metaphor here? What's what's really going on? What? Why? What is the what is the root from the myth? What? Where does, from where does the myth spring? What is what? What is the myth trying to say on a deeper cultural level? This notion of God changing into a swan and seducing a woman and that woman having children. And I think all the children who came out of that situation ended up screwed up, which, well, you know, when your dad's a swan, that's tough. That's, you know, he's not there. He's not there. It's, it's hard to, for him to, to be there for you, I suppose, your dad's a swan. I mean, you can't relate with anyone else. He goes to see Swan Lake. You get PTSD. Uh, this is a, sort of a tangential question, but when the ugly duckling realized that he was actually a swan, was his thought, hey, now I, I think this means I can have sex with a woman named Lita, right? That's right? That's how it works? I'm trying to bridge the gap between uh, two stories right there. That's called. Uh, It's called making a connection, kids. Making a connection. Woman seduced by a swan. We never hear... I also feel like we never hear Lita's side of the story, which was, listen, if you were married to the guy I was married to and a swan came along and, you know, the swan... You know what he didn't do? You know what the swan didn't do? He didn't criticize me. That's... There was no criticism. I'll take it. I will take it. Guy I was married to, King of Sparta, every day, day in and day out, constant criticism, constant judgment. It was so nice to be with a creature who accepted me for who I am. It was just so nice. And he twirled around and wrapped himself around me. It was, you know, it was it was the happiest night of my life. And I don't. If I had to do it again, I would do it again in a New York minute. Well, she wouldn't say New York Minute, because there was no New York at the time. She would say, i do it again in an Athenian Minute. Yeah, so a woman having relations with a swan. I don't know if she knew that it was Zeus. That could be... I mean, maybe she knew that it was Zeus. You know, she was really attracted to Zeus, but she knew it was... She knew it was Zeus, so that made it okay. But then... Here's my other question, too. I mean, Zeus is a god, you know. So then I said to myself, well, maybe what's happening here is that he, that he turned into the swan and he, you know, compelled her, using his godlike powers, he compelled her to be attracted to him. But then my question is, well, if he could compel her to be attracted to him, why turn into the swan? And then the answer is, because he's a man. That's why. You give any... Well, I'm telling you something. You give any... A uh, uh, heterosexual man, immortality, and the power to transform into different things. I feel like e- even before a hundred years, that man is going to go. You know what would it be like to have sex as a swan? Why? Why am I? Let's do this. I, let's do this. I think that Zeus is scarier than the Jewish God. Um, I mean, I think the you know the Hebrew God d- can destroy entire cities, can basically destroy all of the human race, and restart it with the big flood. But I, I feel like I'm not even sure the Hebrew God could transform into a swan and be that charming. That's I feel like if like the human God and or the not the human God if the if the Jewish God and Zeus were talking about this, and Zeus said, "Yeah, well, that's all fine and dandy," but I I turned into a swan and I seduced a woman, and the the Hebrew God would say. Well, yeah, but you, you know, you use human, you use your godlike power to make her have sex with you. And, and Zeus said, no, no, I didn't. No. Huh? This is 100% swan. No God involved. 100% swan. And then, and the Jewish God would say, well, what? That's, that's ridiculous. No one, no one would do that. And Zeus said, I, listen, I had, I have a way. I think that the Hebrew God would, you know, this is what, I think this is why he says there are no other gods before me. Because he doesn't want to bring up that guy who turned into a swan. That's, you, oh, you bring that up, that, that entirely takes away from the, if, if the Hebrew God is trying to give the Ten Commandments to Moses. And instead of saying there are no other gods before me. He said, well there was this other God before me who turned into a swan and had sex with a woman. I think Moses would go, wait a minute, wait a minute, did you, did you just, wait, what? And the Jewish guy would go, no, 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 listen, I need to finish giving you these commandments. Where this is serious, but no, you can't, and, and Moses would say, you can't, you can't gloss over swan sex. You got to give me details. If you're going to open the door to swan sex, you, I'm going to go through that door. And God was like, you know what, no other gods before me, no other gods before, just forget what I said, no other gods before me, let's just keep going on this.